Thanks, Ty. Church, you excited tonight? I am so excited. We are super blessed to have Derek with us all the way from Brazil. Uh, big wave surfer, professional big wave surfer. Oh, a few Brazilians here tonight. A few Brazilians here. A few Brazilians are getting excited because it's World Cup time. They're getting a bit excited. So, um, but we, we, are, we are so blessed to have you here with us, Derek. I want to introduce Phil as well. Phil is from our daughter church, The Grove, with Pastor Marty and the team over there. And Phil has really kindly organised for um, Derek to be able to come and to share with us. Tonight, Derek, literally, we're getting him up early because he's got to finish and go straight to the airport to jump on a plane to go to Portugal where he's going to meet up with his wife and kids over there. Um, so he apologises he can't stay around. He would love to otherwise, but he's got to shoot off afterwards. I do want to mention too that his book has been released and you can put down an order for his book after service. There's a table out there. You can um, pre-order it, put it down. And we'll, we actually did try to get some books here um, before tonight, but the Express Post and everything didn't quite work. But you put your name down and we'll make sure we get you a copy of that book as well. And I do want to say a big thanks to Christian Surfers. I know there's a whole crew of Christian Surfers here tonight. So good to have you. Can we encourage the Christian Surfers as well? So good to have you guys here with us tonight as well. But I'm going to stop talking because we are so blessed to have the one and only Derek Rebello with us. Would you give him a massive Bridgman welcome? He's so good. Good evening, church, and it's such a privilege and an honour to be here. I want to thank you from the Grove, um, from your Grove family. We've just been blessed to see you guys get behind and support having Derek here. Um, so thank you, church, for that. Now, Derek and I, we go back a little while ago. Um, in fact, we were just out the back talking with Jono, and Jono shares the same story, actually. And that's, I first saw Derek on the back of a Nutrigrain packet about 10 years ago. I was about to go out for a surf and I was like, what, this bloke's blind and he surfs? How does that work? So uh, Ch Channel 9 Wide World of Sports did a, a bit of a story on him not long after that. And I was absolutely captivated that this blind guy surfs. And then I was even more captivated when about seven years ago, I heard Derek's story at the Hope Centre here in Brisbane at one of the men's ministry meetings and I heard about this incredible faith that this blind surfer has. So about two years ago, the company I worked for, uh, I had an opportunity to bring him along as a guest speaker and we sparked off a really good friendship and I, I got him to make a promise on that occasion and that was if you're ever coming to Australia, you must come and visit our church at The Grove. Then we've got a group of men that would love to meet you and we're, we're just blessed to have you here tonight. So Thank you, yeah. thank you Phil. Now, I'm gonna ask you a couple of quick questions and I'm gonna hand it over to you, Derek, but um, as far as your trip to Australia, can you just tell us quickly why you're here in Australia? Well, first of all, uh, good evening, everyone. It's amazing to be here with you. Um, I originally came to Australia because I am an international ambassador for Stantal, which is a charity that works with young people and our goal, our mission is to go out there and help that young generation to, to be on the right path and take good choices in their lives. And we, we did a few events, we went down to Pembler, south of Sydney and Dobo and we spoke to about like 5,000 young people like split into uh, different cities, it was awesome. Fantastic, he's also been to a number of schools as well and, and we all know that the, the young people in this nation really need hope 
And what a wonderful hope story that Derek's been able to share. I'm not going to say anything else, Derek. I'm going to hand it over to you. I've got to duck out the back and help the guys with the slides, but we're really looking forward. And I'll make sure you don't miss the paper. Please be praying that there's no speed cameras on the way to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, it's awesome to be here tonight. Nice to see everyone here. And I was thinking to start, let's do a little exercise here. Uh, I have a challenge for you. So what about if everyone close your eyes where you are on your seat and your exercise is, your challenge is that you have to get out of your seat and walk three meters away and greet three people. You're gonna hug and shake three people's hand, but you gotta be three meters away from now from your seat with your eyes closed, okay? Don't cheat. I know that there are people that uh, open their eyes. And when you come back to your seat, you got to still have your eyes closed. Wow, that's awesome, that's great. Good job, guys, good onion. Cool, well done. So, um, sharing a little bit, um, to start, I also wanna introduce you and um, someone that, if you would've been here, would have helped you to walk around. It's my guide dog, Serenity. She unfortunately could not come with me to Australia, but I like to talk a little bit about her because um, when she arrived in my life was a big change for me, um, not only in terms of having um, a dog and have a friendship with a pet, but I, I changed it. It was a huge change in terms of how I'll I would find myself walking around. I always thought I was very independent with my walking stick before I had her. But once I got to know what um, a guide dog can do for someone who is blind, um, my life started to be way better because she, she, she is my eyes, you know. God gave her that mission of guiding me wherever I go. And for me, it's, it's, it, it's very special. And, since she couldn't come here to Australia, I have to find out how I could have um, another guide dog. And I want to show you um, a dog that was guiding me. I rented her. I went to like a guide dog rental place and I rented this dog. And she, she tried her best, you know. And I want to show you that. So this is Ebony and she's my new Aussie guide dog. Ebony, let's go forward. Good girl. Very good. You're doing very well. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> find the couch. Find the couch. Yeah. Find the couch. Yeah. Oh, where is the couch? Adam. Where is the couch? Come on. Come on. Forward. Find the couch. You're doing so good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very good. You did very well. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I'll take you to guide dogs of America. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking, I'm asking for, for the refund because it didn't work well. So, yeah, getting back to, to what I wanted to share with you. Um, 
I'm 30 years old and I was born blind with glaucoma. That means that I had 100% of my sight gone since birth. And when I was born, my parents, they, they had no idea that I would be born blind. And on the first week, my father, he realized that my eyes looked a bit different and they immediately and went to the doctor and asked the doctor what was going on. And for then it was a huge surprise and it was a big impact in, in my family to know that there was a blind baby around. They had no idea what to do. And for my mom and my dad, they came from an um, a, a interesting um, background because they were just a young couple and they were dating and they were not expecting a pregnancy. So they didn't know uh, what to do when they found out that they were pregnant, that my mom was pregnant. It was, was a huge news for them. And I actually had my mom here on video um, saying what she had to go through. Fiz os exames, descobri que estava grávida, né? E cheguei. Até ir no médico para abortar. Mas eu já pedi muito perdão a Deus por isso. The reason I share that it's because that just shows like how it was 30 years ago, how God was already um, writing um, his purpose into my life, the same way he was doing that to your life, which I believe. And growing up as a blind baby, uh, my parents, they had to um, take me through three eye surgeries where they were not successful and for them was a big, like a really sad moment. Um, my dad, he always thought I could become a surfer and he named me after Derek Ho, which is a, um, a professional surfer from Hawaii. And he thought, ah, I'm going to name my son Derek. I am a surfer and he will surf one day. But when he got to know that I was blind, he probably thought that would never happen. But God changed that. God made that happen through a different way. And when he, he started to teach me how to surf when I was around 17 years old. For me, um, I was about to, to make sure one of my biggest dreams was going to happen. Because when I had to grow up as someone blind at school, for me, was one of the biggest nightmare. Because, of course, I had to, to go through bullying. I had to go through um, having friends that would not want to play with me having friends that would um, run away of having a friendship with someone who is blind. And it was really challenging. But for me, the challenge was always something that gave me hope and gave me strength. I don't know how you deal with challenge. When you face challenge and fear, I'm not sure what you think, but for so long, I would look at those and that would be something that would discourage me and would put me down. But once God gave me the wisdom to understand that challenge and fear is something that I cannot avoid, and I have the only choice 
to decide what I would do is either use that to encourage me and use the fear to show me if I'm feeling afraid of doing something, of learning how to surf, of um, being on the waves, that maybe shows that I'm not um, prepared and that shows that I'm very weak with my faith in God because our faith should be stronger and bigger than any fear and any obstacles, obstacles that we have. And I would love to do a new experience with you here today. Um, I don't know if you're willing to close your eyes again. What do you think? Yeah. Cool. So um, uh, I wonder if we can have the lights down and get this room as dark as possible. Um, and as you have your eyes closed, I would love to guide you a little bit through what my world is like, what is a little bit the darkness of someone who cannot see, but is still happy and is still um, feel loved by God. So as you, you have your eyes closed, I ask you to imagine that you're waking up in the morning and you're in a bedroom and you, first thing when you wake up, you open your eyes and you expect that you can see the sun shining, that you can see your family around you or at least your bedroom, but you, you realize that you are blind, that you cannot see. And you have to start that journey of appreciating the other senses, learning how to hear better, how to feel better, how to pay attention to what you can smell, what you can touch. And slowly you walk to your, to your kitchen, you might grab something to eat or something to drink. You might not find it because you don't know where it is. But once you're drinking maybe a glass of water, you, you slowly see how important it is to appreciate the other senses that God gave to us. Because you used to only pay attention to what you can see. And that really disturbs us from where we are and from where we have to go. And then you slowly walk outside to your house. You slowly go towards the street. And you can hear all the cars going to the left and the right. You can hear the cars going around in this loud traffic. And then you don't know what is in front of you. You don't know how you can cross to the other side. You're upon this curb with this crosswalk and you, and you wanna take this first step of faith. You wanna get out of your comfort zone and go to the other side where you might find the beach or the ocean 
And once you cross that road, that can be something that you're facing life every day when you start your day. That can be something that you're trying to work around, but you're not brave enough, and you feel hopeless to just go over that. But somehow you manage to be on the other side. And then you start to walk along this beach near the shore, and you can hear the waves crashing around. You can feel the wind blowing. But you don't know what is ahead of you. You don't know if there is a big wave breaking. You don't know if there are rocks, maybe sharks. But you really want to go deeper in the water. You really want to face and overcome those waves that are ahead of you. But that feeling of being afraid, that feeling that the challenges are putting you down is taking over you. And I would like to encourage you and to show you that God is there for you and if you are connected with His Holy Spirit, you can go through that. That's what I do every time when I go surf when I'm out there. Oftentimes I'm surfing with friends, but oftentimes I'm alone. And I need to make sure I can make it happen. And the way is trusting on who I trust, who is God, but also believing that I am able to do that. And no bad thoughts that might come into my mind will stop me. How often do you let people control who you are and where you're going to go just with what they say? It's our choice. When we hear someone saying something bad about us, when we hear someone saying that we are not able, that we are not beautiful, that we should not proceed with our life goal, how often do we let those things come into our mind and stop us? And that's a decision that we can take on not listening to that. There is this story about the white wolf and the gray wolf where there was a battle going on, a war, inside someone, which was like an old man, and his little grandson asked him why they were fighting and what was, go and what was going on. And then he said, there is this white wolf, which is the wolf that brings positivity, which is the wolf that believes in me and says that I'm good, that I'm able to do something. And there is the gray one, which is the wolf of fear, which is the wolf that brings doubt into my life. And then he says, but who is going to win? And then the old man says, whoever I feed. And that's the question I leave to you. Which wolf are you feeding every day in the morning when you wake up? 
Are you putting your focus and spend your time on the white one or on the gray wolf? Are you spending your time increasing your faith in God? Make sure you improve and you do better on whatever you, you do. But you might say, but I don't have tools. I don't have things that I need to do better on my job or at home. Just do your best on whatever situation you are until you have better conditions, until you have better technologies, until you have better tools to do way better than you have done. Because I'm sure wherever you are on that moment, if you give your best, you go way, way higher than what you can expect. You may open your eyes if you want. And doing, doing all of that along my journey and being focused on, on what I want, on, on my goals, because after I started to surf, I really wanted to go to Hawaii and I really wanted to go surf pipeline, which is one of the biggest and the most dangerous wave in Hawaii. I knew that it was not going to be something easy. And I had people coming to me and say, Derek, you will die if you do that. You can actually kill yourself. You're putting yourself in danger. Don't do it. And I almost gave up. It was a moment in my life, one of the most frightening moments for me because I almost let that stop me. But thankfully I did. I went there, I was able to surf that wave and proceed on my goals of surfing one of the biggest waves in the world, which is Nazaré in Portugal. And when I went there and I surfed that wave, for me, it showed something that we not only need to be well physically and mentally, but we need to be well spiritually. And that's the first step for us in life to achieve our goals. And I would like to show you that video about that wave. I really remember how everything happened. I was so focused on that wave. I was holding the rope behind a ski. It was God, the wave and I, nothing else. I always want more and more. I really enjoy to challenge myself and go beyond my limits. That wave that came behind got me badly. I got so pounded. I did not even care how pounded I got because I was overwhelmed by the wave I just surfed. It was epic. I cannot get it out of my mind. Thank you, thank you everyone.
Thank you. So on that day that I was surfing that wave, uh, I remember one night before, um, I went to bed to sleep, and I was just talking to God, and, and I was in a moment that I was like, I did everything that I could do so everything would go well. I prepared myself for the easy situations, and I also prepared myself to the worst situations that could happen. Not expecting something bad to go on, but expecting to be prepared if I would find myself in the worst situation as I was over there with my hand raising, waiting for the ski to rescue me, I would be prepared and I would be confident enough so I would not get in dangers. And when I wake up, woke up and when I was out there in the ocean and the guy that was driving the ski, he said, Derek, that's your wave. You know, it's that moment that you feel like, wow, I'm here now, can't change anything. I chose that, I'm prepared, and everything will go perfectly. That is where a level of confidence, that is when we believe on ourselves and when we believe that God is there with us and we believe on our team, that shows that everything can go well. And surfing for me, it's something that I love so much, but to be very honest, for me, it's not only for myself, it's because I know when I'm surfing, I can help other people, I can inspire other people. And that's something that I would like to encourage you today. Whatever you do in life, make sure it's not only for your good, make sure it's something that will be good for, someone, for people that are around you, for your friends, for your colleague at work, for your family for your parents, for your kids. I believe that's how God thinks. And the way that he loves us so much and he expects us to do the same, to whatever we do, just share joy, happiness, and his love, and motivate people. And all of you here today, I believe that the same way I had God written down a purpose into my life, I believe that he did for you. He has one for you. You might not have found that out yet, but I'm sure you can do it. Just ask him. And I'm very sure that all of you have talents. All of you have beautiful gifts that needs to be explored and used because we are all amazing. We are all loved by God. And every day for me, I need something that motivates me, and in my case, it's my family, it's my kids, it's my wife. Being here in Australia three weeks without seeing them, it's really challenging, but every day when I wake up to speak somewhere, I know that they are there praying for me, they are there excited for me, and that gives me strength, and that lifts me up and really inspires me and encourages me to be here and share with you today. And I really want to say a huge thank you for you. Um, it's very unfortunate that I'll have to run after this, go straight to the airport. I really wish we could spend time together after the service and talk. But um, I have my flight very soon, and I'll try to run as much as possible to, to be there and fly to Portugal. <laughs> thank you.
Thank you. About the books, we are, we are very sorry that the books hasn't um, arrived on Friday. Um, was, we're not expecting that. We, we got express shipping, but somehow they will not be able to deliver that. But um, if you want, you can run on the back and, and purchase your book, and we can, we'll get that here as soon as possible, probably tomorrow or in the middle of the week, and then you'll be able to, to get your book, yep. okay? Absolutely. Thank you, Derek. And I think Thank you, Phil. There's a slide there with a QR code, if the team could bring that up. If you want to keep following Derek's story uh, on yeah. Instagram, you'll get a daily update of inspiration as he travels the world. And the thing that I just want to ask before we do shuffle off uh, church is, please pray for this man. Thank um, you. It's an incredible story that God's placed in his heart. And, and what a, a mighty man of God. And we just need to get behind him. He talks to millions of people all across the planet with his story. You've got a month in uh, Portugal to finish off filming for your next film. Um, Nathan, I'm going to ask you if you can come up. We just want to pray a, a, a prayer of blessing over this man's life, that God would go before him, keep him safe, look after his family. And uh, we're just so blessed to have the opportunity here. So thank you, church. Thank you for the, encouraging him tonight. Yeah, thanks, Phil, so much. We're going to pray for you, Derek. I want to ask you one question. Yeah. There's a lot of young people here tonight, or people on all stages of the journey of their Christian faith. For you personally, when you came to faith, how did that happen in your own life personally? Well, um, I came from a Christian family, maybe part-time Christian family, but my grandma was always there praying for everyone, and my mom and dad, they, they were not sure yet, but after I was born, obviously, my mom and, like, it was really hard for her to raise a blind guy, and that brought her closer to God. But I only went to church with her very little, and was not out of my own decision. And when I was about 14, 15 years old, was when I, I realized that there was something missing. There was something missing to my heart, missing to my life. And I, I, I had that, that desire of, you know, chasing, um, the love of God into my life. And coming to faith in Jesus, can yeah. you share maybe some here on the, tonight, exploring faith, the difference Jesus has made for you? What difference has he made in your life? Well, once I, I actually started to walk with him, before that I was not surfing yet because I couldn't, was something that I was trying to make it happen for so long and I never got the opportunity. And as soon as I started to walk with him, he gave me that opportunity. And I believe that he didn't want to let that happen before I um, recognized that I really needed him and that he, he was the, the reason of my life and everything for me. And I think that was a big like, thing that happened into my life. He only allowed that to happen after I gave my life to himself. And I've heard you speak too about um, the Holy Spirit within you. And when you're out surfing on the waves and you're on your own, how you know where the waves are and the way the Spirit leads you. Can you just share briefly around that? Well, that's, and that's interesting. You know, uh, I go surf with friends and they, they, they tell me where the waves are. But I believe I can hear really well, especially when there is white water coming past. But I also believe that the Holy Spirit leads me when I'm out there surfing because so many times I just fell in my, my heart, I just paddled, just get that wave and there was no way that I could know that there, there would be a wave over there and out of nothing I just would find myself riding a perfect wave 
and or not even believe, you know, and that, that just shows me how actually the Holy Spirit guides me. Isn't that encouraging, church? So encouraging to hear that. And if you're here tonight and you're exploring faith, you see the hope that Derek has, um, that's where it is found in Jesus, the gift of the Holy Spirit, God's very presence within us. I want to pray for you, Derek. It's a privilege. We're all going to pray for you. Join with me in your hearts, church, as we lift up this, this man of God now. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Derek. We thank you for his faith and trust in you, Lord. Deep faith and trust. We thank you that, Lord, you knit him together in his mother's womb. You've got a perfect plan. You have a perfect plan. You're unfolding that plan for his life. We thank you for the opportunities you have given him to have influence, to use his story, to bless many, to point many people to you, Jesus, to bring hope where there is hopelessness, to bring light into the darkness, Lord. And so I pray now for Derek as he travels tonight, Lord, give him safe travel. We ask as he connects up, reunites again with his wife and children, may it be a blessed time in Portugal, go before with the movie they're recording over there. And I pray you continue to give Derek great favour in terms of the opportunities he has, Lord. And I know his heart, Lord. Thanks for his heart of humility. Thanks for his deep love for you and for people. And so I pray as he connects with people, Lord, from the youngest child to the people most famous in our world, Lord, every person I know, his heart is just to carry the good news of you, Jesus, and the hope that is found in you. So bless him, anointing of your Holy Spirit, we pray. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, man. Church. I'd like to yep. do a selfie with you guys, if, um, if Nathan... A selfie would be amazing. Yeah, I'd on, love no, that. No, I got it here. Just give me a copy. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll do it with the, the people in the background over there. That's a good idea. Um, Derek's phone is amazing, by the way. Uh, it's not gonna, hold on. Sorry. I'll just flip it around. So it's yeah. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, it's loud. Oh, now we're going, now we're going. I'm in. We're all in. Okay, got it. So good, we got yeah. it. How good me, is that? Now, now I want to try to do another one um, like I did on the beginning, yeah. just with the people in the background. I want to try to do just with the honesty in the background. Okay. I'm going to do a little video. Uh, I'm going to do a video here that... So I'll have my hand on my phone. And once I take my hand out, we, you guys can yell or clap or whatever you want to do. So let's see if this will work. Okay. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bless you, brother. How amazing is that? One more time. Can we give it up for Derek? How amazing is that? Amazing. Amazing. We're going to worship together now. Before we do that, I just want to share something really briefly with you tonight. As Derek was sharing, such a powerful story, and it's impossible not to be impacted by hearing Derek's story. But there's a verse of Scripture I, I want to share with you tonight to leave with you. And I, I heard in that message... Derek spoke a number of times that often in life we face fears and challenges, obstacles, trials which seem insurmountable, that seem too much. They, uh, they grip us with fear, we become afraid. And yet he talked about the fact that so many times as he is in those moments of fear turned to Jesus, he has known um, God's help, God's strength, God's nearness, his love that has enabled him to step forward in faith. And in 2 Kings chapter 6, there's this amazing story where it 
um, the king was coming against, the king of Aram was coming against God's people. And this is what it says. It says, one night the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. And in that city was a man of God called Elisha. And when the servant of Elisha got up early in the morning and went outside, there were troops, horses and chariots everywhere. And this servant of Elisha saw the army that had surrounded the city in which they were in, knowing that there was no hope for them, and said to Elisha, Sir, what what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. And Elisha said this to him, and this is for some here tonight as well. Elisha said, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And this is why. For there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed this prayer. O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes. And when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. That prayer enabled this young man to see with the eyes of faith that actually... He could see in the physical, but there was a spiritual dimension to what was going on that Elisha could see, this young man couldn't see. And actually what was making him so fearful, so afraid, the the obstacle that seemed impossible before him, actually God was so much greater. And tonight I believe that God wants to open spiritual eyes tonight to see, to understand things in your life that are holding you captive by fear, things, challenges, trials you're facing at the moment. You think, God, this is too much. I can't do this. Maybe you don't even know God, but you're saying, I can't do this. Well, God wants to help you to open your spiritual eyes, to see with the eyes of faith tonight that there is a God who is mighty, who is powerful. He is a God who, who is the God of the impossible and He is with you and He is for you and He wants you to open your spiritual eyes tonight to see the chariots of fire, the angel armies that are with you. I had this incredible experience this week, totally not an experience I normally have. We had a prayer night here on Thursday night, an outpouring prayer night, and I was actually praying um, over in the corner under the screen here and I was actually just, just knelt down praying to God, just caught up in the worship. It was amazing. And as I was praying, I felt like I had this picture. And this does not happen to me, okay? This is not, it's not how I'm wired. It's just not how I'm, um, God's wired me. But I had this picture that in this auditorium as we were worshipping, there were like these angels that were, that were joining in with our worship all around the back of this auditorium. And as our praise was just sort of going up to heaven, but there was these angels that were with us. And as I saw the angels there, I had this, this peace, like, come over me to think, wow, like we are not on our own. God is with us. And the, the, the verses that came to mind were like Elisha. That's one of the verses that came to my mind, that passage where God said, open your eyes to see. And, and the verses that talk about the angel armies, God's angel armies who are with us and for us. And, and I must admit, when I was, had this experience, I thought maybe, I'm, look, maybe this is my imagination going a bit crazy. I'm not going to tell anyone about that. Um, I was convinced I was not going to tell anyone, definitely not you guys here tonight. But then something happened. The next morning I got an email from someone. I hadn't spoken a word, hadn't told anyone about this. The next morning I got this email. This is what the email said. Good morning, Nathan. Thank you for an amazing night of prayer and worship. What a blessing it is to have a church body who are obedient to pray and to seek God's will for His glory. I want to share with you a vision I had during the worship. As we were praying and worshipping, I saw the prayers of our congregation rising from our upturned palms, great beams of light, blue, white in colour coming up from our hands and going up toward the ceiling of the auditorium. 
Then these huge white winged creatures began circling above the congregation. She had my attention. I could not see their faces, but they were a blur of white. An overwhelming sense of peace came over me. And a voice kept saying, they're gonna come. And what they will find is the light of the world. I know it sounds like something out of a movie, but I felt prompted to share this with you. Bless you and the team over this season. How incredible is that church? How amazing is that? And part of the reason I feel that God gave me that, that pitch on that night was to encourage and strengthen me, definitely to bless us as a church. But it was for tonight. I realised tonight I was sitting there. That's why I gave that vision. Because there are some who are here tonight. You need your spiritual eyes to be open to see that there is a God who is with you and for you and loves you. And where you have been bound up and trapped in fear, where you're seeing challenges before you that seem insurmountable, you need to know that there is a God, an all-powerful, mighty God, and He loves you. And if you will come to Him tonight, if you'll say, Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life just like Derek did. Coming to Him in repentance and faith and saying, Jesus, I need you. I need your help. I can't do this on my own. He will be there. He will come. He will draw near. He will fill you with hope and life eternal in Him. It is the best decision you can ever make in your life. So as we close, we're going to just have a time of worship. We've got a bit of time still to do that tonight. And we're going to worship the being and release some some songs. If you're here tonight and you're saying, God, just open my eyes to see if you're... Some of those things are holding you captive tonight. I want to invite you just to come down the front, just to come and some of the team will just pray for you. And we'll just pray, Lord, bless. Bless this person tonight. Come, you don't even have to share anything. We're just gonna pray a blessing and ask God to open your eyes to see the, the mighty God, the God of angel armies who is with you and for you, that you don't need to be afraid, that He would take that fear away from you tonight. Whatever that challenge or obstacle is, you're challenging, you'll know that He is with you and He's gonna see you through. So let's stand together. Let's get ready to worship Him. I'm gonna pray briefly and then we're gonna worship and you feel free to come and we'd love to pray for you tonight. Lord, thank you for this night. It's been powerful, mighty. You're an incredible God. Thank you for Derek's story. And so, Lord, now move by Your Spirit, I pray among us. Open eyes to see, Lord. May we see with the eyes of faith. Thank You for, thank you for Your blessings You pour out upon us. Do Your work now, we pray. We ask this in Jesus' Name. Amen. You feel free to come. We'd love to pray for You tonight.
praying as well. She's so reminded this message is for everyone. This is every single one of us in the room. I was just reading in 1 Timothy. This is good and pleases God our Saviour who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. And then it goes on to say, He gave His life to purchase freedom for everyone. And I really wanna encourage you, that is every single one of us in the room. Jesus loves every one of us and He has made a way for every one of us to know His love, to know His forgiveness and to know life in Him. How amazing is that? God is so good. So let me pray for every one of us now. Thank You, God, that You have made a way for every single one of us in the room. There might be people thinking right now, no, I don't think this is for me. I, no one would understand some of the things I've done or thought or, or it's just not for me. But I just thank You, God, that You love everyone. You do not have favourites. You love us all equally. And You have made a way that we could have life and life to the full in You, Jesus Christ, when we know and follow You. In Your Name we pray, Amen. Feel free to take a seat. It has been awesome to have you tonight. I just want to remind you of a couple of things. You're very welcome. If you'd like to get prayer tonight, we have our prayer lounge at the back. The other thing is we have dinner, as I mentioned, a bit of nachos and our Christian service crew. They are gonna be outside in the courtyard. You'll see them in the corner over here between our two sort of eating areas out there. So make sure you head out. If you'd like to ask them any questions, just see their heart, chat about different things. And if you wanted to get a book as well, you can sign up in the foyer. Great to have you tonight. Really great. Have an awesome week.